0: All right. Hey, everybody. What's up? It's your doc, Jeff Booski, creator and founder of Dental Syndicate, where we've cracked the code to gamifying the systems, unlocking power, productivity, and profitability, all will build in practices and lives that matter. Welcome to Jumpstart with Jeff. And tonight we're talking about perfection. So sit back and relax and enjoy your jumpstart as Sebastian and I get a chance to dive in for a little bit here and talk about perfection. Ooh, get a little feedback there. I love it. <laughs> What's up, Sebastian? How are you doing tonight, man?
1: I'm doing great, brother. Give me two seconds. I'm starting this in the Dental Syndicate Group. The group. Awesome the group. Awesome. Uh,
0: this is great because uh, this weekend we did an amazing training. Uh, we did 15 hours worth of free training with uh, with docs over the weekend, looking at uh, all kinds of different emotions, going back to the root cause and uprooting that. So we. We tackled some of the emotions of, uh, of fear. We tackled the emotions of sadness. We talk, tackled the emotions of anger and also guilt. So this weekend was, uh, was a pretty full weekend, When you say, Sebastian? I'm sure you're pretty wiped out still from leading, and, uh, but what an amazing weekend it was.
1: Yes, uh, Jeff, I am exhausted. <laughs> I am, it didn't hit me till you know I was going all day today, and right before we got on here, I had a 30, 45-minute break, and it just hit me. Because, you know, you slow down, you slowed your body down. Holy smokes, I'm like, but it was a great weekend. I'm grateful for it. And we had some great uh, response and people moving forward to the next level of their leadership. And that's all that really matters. It was worth it that they're going to be leading themselves, their family and their teams. And I can be more happy. And that's what we discovered during the whole the whole training is this one word kept on popping up. And it was like the root cause of most of their issues uh, either it came out in fear, guilt, shame, anger, but the word perfection. And so I get to interview you tonight and we're going to talk a little bit about perfection. And as a dentist, particularly, because all these uh, professionals were dentists and where does this come from? So we had a couple of things. So I, I love you speaking to this. We had some people say, it's just your natural temperament and so that that drive to be perfect drew you to dentistry. Mm-hmm. So that's one way. Others said, no, they had such a high expectation in dentistry to be perfect. It's not necessarily they came like that. They were shaped into it at dentistry. And so I'd love to hear your perspective from whatever end it comes from, but tell me more sure. about this perfection. And if you're a dentist watching us, please comment below. I would love to know what you struggle with on a daily basis—the expectation to be perfect—and um, what is it? What is it that Dennis struggle with on a daily basis to be perfect? I would love to know. So, Jeff, you tell me from your experience. Well,
0: well, I think, uh, and and I'll go back to one of the things that one of my mentors and old business partner, Bruce Baird, used to say is that there's a couple of types of people in the world and. And there's engineers and non-engineers. And those are the two types of people. <laughs> and so, you know, with that, it, you know, there is, there is a truth in the fact that, you know, most dentists are, are of an engineer type of mindset. And so we think in such minute details and we, we pay attention to the details and we like, you know, recipes. We like cookbooks. We like things to follow a pattern, you know. And so as I go back and look at things in my life you know, and, and examined everything from scholastics and, and growing up in, in school and and looking at even sports, you know, there was those building blocks that, that I love to add up and, and to have the right answer or to, you know, have the right execution and like, oh, you did that perfectly and you heard that, you know, like your coach would say, oh, that was just perfect. And, you know, it became part of a word for me that I love to hear or that I would like thrive upon. You know, and, and it wasn't that my parents like pushed me and said, Oh, you need to be perfect or, or this has to happen perfectly. But it, it kind of became um, something that I would look at trying to model towards. Um, but what I will say for me and my experience is is that, you know, when I got into dental school, there was such a significant aspect of it that it really, really, really got pushed hard that like all for example your crown margins everything had to be perfect everything had to be perfectly sealed the margins had to be perfect so it was distilled down to the minute microns of detail that you had this expectation to be met and this funny thing is, is there is no such thing as perfection and, and let's just take that for example like that that perfect crown that you've work so hard to fabricate it will be deteriorated over the years by the patient's imperfections (laughs) and what they introduce into their mouth and and what they destroy it with over time so yes will it hold up for a longer period of time the better manufacturer and the more uh the more equipped that crown is able to withstand the test of time absolutely and the better quality that you put into it for sure but chasing perfection becomes an endless game and becomes a struggle. And just what became apparent over the weekend, Sebastian, was, you know, you'd ask, we'd ask a doc to do an exercise and they, they wanted to do it perfectly. And, and I think perfection leads into something that I've been very guilty of in my past, and that is looking good or worse yet, the fear of not looking good in front of others does that make sense
1: yeah well you just hit a big nerve for me and here's the thing you hit for me i'm wondering from our conversation last week with amir and his friend committing suicide very successful dentist two kids in high school great marriage good looking i mean on the outside he had it all right i'm wondering if this is what we heard all weekend long with this this immense tension and expectation be perfect is on the inside that we can't see.
0: You know, there's a huge perspective in that, in that you want your, well, we talked about this, perception is projection, right? And and so you want to have this projection that you have your life handled. You have everything in order. You have you know, your house in order, you've got your family in order, you've got your business in order, you know, your drive, your car, all that's in order, you know, all things considered, it it should look good from the outside looking in. But yet so many are rotting (laughs) and dying on the inside. And unfortunately, in some cases, deciding to physically take their life and die on the outside too, as well as the inside. And, and that's a sad part of it. So, you know, when I look at this and tying perfection back, it, it really comes down to the, the perception that others have because that becomes such a fear. Yeah. You know, and when you look at the, the basis of emotions, it comes back to two things, typically love or fear, right? And so when you really categorically take that back, perfection can be, for me, in my, my case, can be tied to not wanting to look bad, in front of others and then that ultimately comes back to what fear you know and so when you really start to unpack all of that the true basis of it really
1: is fear well there's a, another expression about that Jeff there's only two emotions love and fear but there's really only one emotion it's love fear the is the absence, absence of love. yeah so I absolutely can, I can totally see that. and here's what else I was thinking too you're sharing If we project out, if you guys as dentists project out this perfection, but internally you know you can never reach it, maybe that's the trigger of despair. Maybe that's where, if this all is all I could get and this is all I gave and all this imagery looked perfect and my body, me, my business, my practice, my family, everything looks perfect, but inside I'm dying because I know it can't be perfect. Is that where you think they might start declining or giving up on life?
0: There's a perspective of that because, you know, again, we live in a world today that that is, um, you know, fabricated on social media with the the highlight reels of everybody. You know, everybody's got their their best cases up there. Everybody's got living their best life up there. You know, I'm I'm climbing the Alps and I'm over here on the beach and, you know, I'm on the beach with my laptop doing work. Well, shit, man, if I'm at the beach, the last thing I want to have is my freaking laptop out (laughs) there doing work, man. I want to be in the water playing, you know, surfing or... (laughs) or you know, doing something. But hell, if you catch me on the beach with my laptop, I hope there gets wrecked and gets a bunch of sand and water in it. That's the last place <laughs> that I want to have, you know, you know, there's, there's more to the laptop lifestyle than, than that. I mean, give me a break, you know, but that's the, that's the true essence of of what we have um, available to us to compare today. And so I think there's a higher, a higher, um, you know, a higher look at getting perfection because what we do and, and I'll speak again for me, I shouldn't say what we do, what I've done in the past is, is have a comparison. And, and you compare, you start to com, I start to compare to like, well, how come that doc is doing that? He's doing great. You know, why am I not doing that? You know, and, and then, but then sitting down and asking the hard questions, well, am I putting in the same amount of work and effort that he or she has put in, you know, in, in, You know, it's one thing to sit there and go, well, I deserve that. And in reality, no, I actually deserve right where I'm at because of the actions or the lack of actions and the choices that I'm making have got me right where I deserve to be. (laughs) You know, there is no entitlement of like, well, I've worked 23 years in dentistry. I should have that, you know, give me a freaking break. You should have what you have because of the choices that you're making. And that's the beautiful thing. There is no perfection and, and you know what? You are uniquely perfect in just how you are and how you were born. And that's enough. That's more than enough. And that's the true reality for me, the way that I start to look at things now. I've shifted how I think. You know, I don't chase perfection. And the reason why is because it doesn't serve me. You know, if it was something that I'm was gonna, serving
1: I'm going to take this conversation to another place to to poke holes in what you're saying so we get deeper at it. If we say perfection and and did we? Let's clarify, Jeff. Is perfection rooted out of fear? Fear that you're not enough?
0: Uh, I would say in this case uh, for me, yes.
1: If perfection is rooted out of fear and we said the only one true emotion there is is love and fear is absence of love, could we say That there is perfection if there's love. There is perfection if
0: there's love. Ooh, that's a good, that's a really good twist on that. Hmm.
1: Because we say you're whole and complete, lacking nothing. We're not hiding anything in the shadows or hiding anything in the darkness. Because you're accepting or loving all of you, the light and the dark, the good and the you're not so trying you know to put what? this this persona that everything's good, like you said, the highlight reels and the social media face and you're embracing or loving the whole you. So that's why in the title it says, There is no perfection or is there. So that's why I'd love to wrestle over. I mean, if someone's watching oh. right now, they should tell us what well, what do you think? As you're watching this comment below, I want to know is there perfection in your book or not? Well,
0: and, and you know the biblically, you can look at it from the saying that, you know, we're all perfectly created in God's image, right? And and so if that is the case, then yes, I do believe that perfection can exist in love, as love as the creation of God. Then I would wrestle the, to sway back the other way and say, yes. But as far as being able to mm, obtain it in Something that I'm looking at putting out as a product or service, I don't know that that is possible. I don't think that that
1: is possible. To Why, Why can't the crown be perfect? If you just love it as it is, if you know that's the best that you can do, if you know it, if it meets the standard of being a five, ten, twenty-year crown, whatever your standard is, if you know that's it, I think that thing. I think Stephen really spoke to me this morning when he said. I know that crown's already perfect, but there's something inside me makes me want to make it super perfect. And right. <laughs> I delay and I, I overflow my patience. You know, he, he runs over. right? And that, that that confession saying that that thing's going to last 10, 20 years, it's going to outlast what I, the expectation is. Who expects a crown to last more than 10, 20 years? Seriously. I mean, you gotta get people sign some forms or something saying, dumbasses <laughs> if you don't drink coke, smoke, and do all this other <laughs> bullshit, it's gonna last, right? But once you do all that, it negates a 10-year warranty. But the point is, I think I'm gonna just do this to argue to stretch our boundaries of conversation. Yeah. I think there can be perfection in products. Because not every – see, because once right right there, I think a lot of the audience go, oh, no, I'm talking to this Yeti microphone. It's not perfect. It's going to go out on you. You're going to have to buy another one. No shit. But it never claimed it could be a lifetime of thing. did Was it an integrity to do what it said it was going to do?
0: So what you're saying, what, I, what I'm what i hearing you say is, is there is perfection in something just the way it is at the point that it's serving you up until it maybe no longer isn't.
1: Yeah. And it's not, and, and plus, it's not only the product, it's the perspective. Right. It's the perspective. Now, if you make a shitty product, I think it's still be perfect. You know why? Yeah. Because in that moment, you are whole and complete and satisfied with the it integrity. Soon, like you say, it's out of integrity. Then guess what? You're going to make another product, or what else? But in that moment, I'm, I'm just dancing around this. And this is just yeah. how I, I always. I always like play court or law, and I sit on both sides, and I think of yes. shit, like, okay, let's argue for perfection. Let's argue for not not perfection. And I just because it helps me. So what makes both it fun. sides. You know, well, it helps me see both sides, not be in a box, no, not be biased. Yeah. But wh- why are we so one either for perfection, like if it's not perfect, let's kill ourselves literally, or other people say everything's perfect, and they don't see wrong in anything. The other extreme.
0: Well, and I think I think you know we've grown up too with, uh, or I've grown up in you know a society where when you are as close to perfect as possible, or you win, you get rewarded, right? And so that's part of what you know growing up, like especially playing sports or, or anything, you know, first place gets the high place on the podium, right? And mm-hmm. and and then it stretches down from there. So part of that is is the natural tendency to want to win. Part of that is, you know, my ability to want to compete. And, you know, especially growing up, it was like sports, like I loved competition. You know, I love to go show what I was made of and, you know, to earn my right to be on the field or, or on the ice or whatever it was at that time.
1: So and I'm hearing so, you say it takes, you reward victory, you reward success. Right. But to a such no. a healthy, to such an unhealthy extent if it gets to perfection. Because I saw this, uh, just a news clipping or just, I don't know, it was um, quickly on the um, um, iPad, but some golfer I've been keeping up just won the world championship. Like, he won the world. He is considered the world's best golfer. I was like, oh, shit. And he said, or ranked number one in the world. And he said, my goal now is to keep that for a while. I was at for a little while, and I got bumped down. Now we, um, my goal is to keep it there for a while. But I didn't hear in him striving for perfection. I heard him striving for excellence of his best, knowing, knowing he can't be perfect.
0: Well, and and so let me put that back to you, because if you sit there and look at it from the perspective that, you know, we're ever evolving and we're continuing to evolve and grow and to expand then there's no way to be perfect because if we're going to continue to change, then there's no way to attain perfection. You know, unless you just say, you know what, I'm exactly perfect with who I am at this place in time right now. And that's, I mean, that's really it because tomorrow I'm going to grow and I'm going to expand. It might only be half a percent or 1%, but that's still going to be the case. I'm still wanting to grow. So, Mm -hmm. There's so many different, you're right. This is what's fun about it. Is there's so many different ways to come at it and and to look at chasing that word and and finding out does that word, does it, ins- you know, I think another question is, does that word inspire you or does it deter you? Yeah. You know, and, and and because for some people, it might be like, yes, I'm driving to get that. And it's motivating me. And I'm like pushing harder and harder and harder and harder. Where some people are like, There's no way I'm ever going to do that. It's demotivating, and it's just – it pulls – it sucks the life and the energy out of you.
1: I think it's both, and I think it motivates you to you realize there's no perfection, and then you hung your ladder on the wrong wall, and you're just depressed. Other people, they're so smart that they know there's no perfection. They get depressed and don't even try. I mean, it's just – it's complicated. The more we're talking about this, the more I realize I can see depending, like you said, culture you're growing up, how you're rewarded – that this could be an illness. But then my question, again, back to the conversation beginning this morning with uh, uh, with Jill saying that, you know, dentistry attracts people Mm -hmm. naturally who have this uh, propensity to be perfect. Perfect. Yeah, Yeah. so is, is that, how, I mean, how is that, is it like a magnet? I don't understand this industry, you said, are they like engineers attracted to it? I mean, what, what, what's, what is about it?
0: I think, that, I think a, a big part of that, because I can't speak for Jill, but I think a big part of that is, is just that, that feeling of, like you said, having the ability to check off all those boxes ah. and that engineer mindset and go, you know what, I checked that off. I did that perfect. I did that perfect. I did that perfect. So when you can check off all the boxes on the checklist and follow the recipe perfectly –
1: Huh?
0: I should get my reward. What if it's, it's that not positive? perfectly? I'm hearing another word:
1: certainty. Certainty is right. That's another I, I great word. Certain. I'm certain because I checked all the boxes. You know, I have control. I'm certain. I feel. You know, you can't look bad. Yeah, you look damn good. There's certainty there. I mean, is that a word that's also in the dental language?
0: Yeah, because you you think that. I know
1: <laughs>
0: I know that I I did that correctly. I know that I checked off all those boxes. I know I followed all the steps appropriately and I know that I delivered great care. So you follow those those dynamics and you are you're in your head and you know. So you are striving to have that type of certainty because see we're taught Sebastian to to be able to deliver that type of certainty because part of our reputation depends upon that certainty, being able to deliver something at a high level, be able to have that service that expands out there and have your name and your reputation say, you know what, if you go there, you're going to get great care. I'm certain, you know, patients will say, I'm certain they're going to take great care of you. You know, people come in for referrals because of that. A lot of, half of, half of our patients come to us 50% by word of mouth. And it's because of, i guess in their mind the level of care that they're going to receive they have a certain amount of certainty (laughs) with that yeah that they're gonna that they're gonna get excellent care and so you're right when you sit there and play these words and and that's what's so fun about wordsmithing and doing things like this just back and forth and banter and like is there a right or wrong answer there is no wrong answer here it's just posing the question and getting you to open up and think in your mind, how does your mind operate? You know, and that's just like Sebastian is saying, we'd love for you to put it in the comments. Like, how were you brought up? Where, if you do feel like you've always tried to attain perfection, where does that come from for you? You know, well, why is that there?
1: Jeff, let's do this. Why have you? I'm going to, I'm going to mess with your mind because let's take the word certainty, take the word perfection and let's add it into our four domains. As a leader, we believe holistic leaders work in four domains of life. They're faith, fitness, family, and finance. And when you're off, and we don't believe in balance, but we don't prioritize your life, because some season faith is going to be ahead and it's going to lead the rest. Some season uh, finance is going to be ahead and lead the rest. Some season your family's going to be uh, leading the rest. Another season, know your uh, fitness is. But, so we don't believe in the word balance. We believe in prioritizing, because every season needs a different demand, right? Um, let's put certainty and perfection in our family, what does that cause for you and I'll answer for me too? When you have to have perfection in your marriage and your parenting, oh. more let's go for it. Let me listen. Listen.
0: <laughs> oh man, if I look for perfection and even just coming from me in my marriage and in my parenting. Oh no, no, no! That's too easy.
1: Yeah, You're expecting perfection from them. Oh, from oh them yeah. On, yeah, let's talk yeah. about. That. He,
0: yeah, even worse there, yes. <laughs> because here's what's going to happen. There's going to be so much upheaval, frustration, upset, pissed off emotions coming out of me. Why? Because of so many unmet expectations. <laughs> that, I mean, it would. I mean, uh, Sebastian, we couldn't even get past the first hour in the morning without having a you know a big blowout between something happening because of all of the unmet expectations that would happen within that first 60 minutes, I'd be already losing my mind. And that would be like, because I'm certain that today is gonna be just like this. And I expect this to be perfect. I expect my kids to wake up on time. I expect them to be excited about going to school. I expect that my morning's not gonna have any chaos in it. I would expect that my wife, you know, we have some, some good snuggle time. I would expect that this, and the minute that doesn't happen, Guess what my morning didn't go perfectly. Shit, the first hour didn't even go per- probably the first ten minutes didn't even go perfectly, and I'm losing my mind, right? So you so just dump it into that
1: one <laughs> that one domain words there, Jeff, with perfection, you tied that word expectation into it. yeah, that is huge because we talk yeah. about perfection of quality of the the crown for instance instance, right, but what we didn't say is it's not that the crown is not. Perfect. It's your expectation. Yeah, what it needs to look like? It's your expectation. What your spouse needs to look like. Your children need to look like. The morning needs to look like. That word expectation is dirty. It is. <laughs> and it's very. It,
0: and, and it's it's the root of a lot of upsets. <laughs> because when it's unmet, then that just
1: you know blows up. I remember someone telling me this when I was first starting. To get into relationships and stuff, they go just you'll have a great relationship. You don't have any expectations. Like what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Who can a relationship like that? I was angry but I was like, I'm never talking to you. You're a dumbass. I saw that, and I'm thinking, what do you mean you can have a great relationship and you don't have any expectations of her? (laughs) What the fuck? Who is she then? You know what I mean? So, right? You hear there? Unpack that for me. If you in the most (laughs) positive way, that person might have meant that. Oh man,
0: I think that there's some serious wisdom to that comment.
1: I really do. <laughs> because,
0: you know, let me share with you just a quick little story. Like, oh gosh, I can't remember. Maybe it was I must have been like three, no, four years ago or so. We went we went to um Jackson Hole for the summer. Man, like I thought we were having a great time until we weren't. And then it was like all the wheels came off the bus and just, you know, it's just the, the engine's overheating. It was a nightmare to the point of where <laughs> my wife says, you know, um, if we never go on another summer vacation again, I'm OK with that. <laughs> you know, it was it was that type of scenario. And, you know, when we went to go on our next big summer trip, I remember in my mind before we left, I, I even wrote down in my journal. I'm not making any expectations around this trip. I'm just gonna be and just enjoy. And and what it really allowed for me, Sebastian, is it allowed my priorities to change from what I expected to be a quote unquote perfect looking summer trip to just letting things unfold and letting each individual in my family have their own experience. And to me, that's what made it a perfect trip
1: <laughs> okay so i get it but here's what i hear i think this this guy who told me that is wise he's all this but at the same time when we use incomplete statements like that we can fuck people up because i'm serious i thought like what the fuck are you talking about i have no expectation and <laughs> right. you just sit around everything's blase because i'm all about leadership then where the fuck is the leadership right well, How do you you, know you can't go into your office every day. Hey, we hit our numbers. It's great. We don't, you know, maybe uh, some of you can't get paid, but you know what? Let's have no expectation. Let's just enjoy life. Is that, is that, I'm taking it to well, extreme.
0: Well, and I think that's great. And I think that's also too, I think, you know, there's context where you do, you, you do have to have expectations, you know, in order to make a business thrive and, and, and to work, but also too, think about it from this word. So expectations, Versus powerful agreements. So powerful agreements that you co-create with your teams. That to me is even more powerful than my expectation of it's my way or the highway. Now we've co-created something that we've agreed upon together. Now it's not like, Hey, me versus you. Now it comes back to the agreement. Hey, this is what we agreed upon to do. This is how we operate. Different perspective, different, different confrontation because the conversation's about whatever it is, as opposed to uh, attacking an individual. So there's so many different perspectives, but yes, there, there has to be, you're right. There has to be expectations in the world and in order for us to, to have something met. But I feel like when they're unmet for me, that's a, a true level of, of one of the reasons why I would allow myself to get upset. Mm. Yeah, so you know, yeah. I'm
1: hearing you say, I think I love where you're going with this because there's an expression that I am not attached to the process, but I'm committed to the results. And the result is that committed yeah. agreement that you said. So there's no expectation how we get there. Hey, I'm right. the result that you guys are committed to is we're on vacation. That's a result, yeah. right? I'm, what I'm hearing you say is there's no attachment. There's no expectation on the process of that vacation. But the end point, the committed result, the target is that we have fun and we're on vacation. Yes. That's what I'm saying. There has to be leadership involved. I just don't believe in this willy-nilly. There's no expectation. No. What the fuck would we even get married for or raise our kids? I don't expect you to be a law-abiding citizen. I don't expect you to grow up mature and independent. You know, you might be living me the rest of your life because you're an independent little bastard. But hey, it's okay. I have no expectation. That drives me shit nuts. I can't live like that.
0: Well, that would be, that'd be like hedonism where everything's just for pleasure, right? I mean, and, and ultimately that would just not, in my opinion, just would not work. You know, maybe if that works for you, fantastic. But, but in, you're right. When I went on that second summer trip following subsequent to that, the result was is that I was intending to have, you're right, going into that trip with intention, the result was just to have a great summer family vacation and not attached to what it had to look like in my mind. And I think that's, to me, one of the reasons and the causes. Like, the first time where the wheels came off the bus is I had all these things in my mind of what that had to look like to go on that trip, for us to have fun. I mean, we did some kick-ass things, you know. We're we're whitewater rafting down the Snake River and just all kinds of fun stuff. But you know what? I think my expectations around it, like – You know, when you sit there and look at it, like I apologize to my family. I said, you know what? I said, I, I was a bucket dipper of for you all this whole trip. I said, I didn't fill up your buckets. I said, I stole from you because I didn't show up as the best version of me. And, And the problem was, is that I had expectations and then I let my emotions get in the way. And it just turned out that way. So can you have a perfect trip if you want to use the word perfect? It depends on your intention and it depends on the result that you're wanting to obtain. And I think...
1: You're about, you're about to come over here um, this week, spend some time with us here in Southern California. We work at this shit straight because I don't... <laughs> I don't yeah. want to be expectations unmet and just hit it in the fan. Your wife's telling me stabbing me. Yeah. I don't want to was to target the result that we would create. No, serious, because... Like Donna, because she knows you're a beast, and she's like, oh, we got to do this, this, I go, no, I don't think – I think they were more chilling, you know? Yeah. It's like she yeah. – you, you just go fucking hog wild, go all these things. You know, Honey, I think we're just going to rent some bikes, cruise around the Baboa Island, go to Absolutely. Shop, you know, be like – Absolutely. Walk around,
0: you know? Absolutely. Go, it, you know, to me, for me, it is going to be some unwind time, you know? Time to – to spend time with uh with Cam and just to chill and to spend time with you guys and get a chance to to visit. Honestly, you know, it's going to be one of those things that just allows me to kind of unplug and and get out of my head and just, you know, get into my heart and just let that ha- ab- absolutely unfold. So there's and, a been, you just said right there for
1: perfection. Ready? Things can not uh, again, I keep on making up Um, frames and breaking them, frames and breaking them. Here's another way perfection can happen. And I believe it can happen. Because for me, perfection is being whole and complete, lacking nothing, because I don't hide anything, darkness and then shadows or darkness, either loving myself whole and complete, my darkness and light, loving the situation complete, the brokenness and the beautiful in that moment. But here's another thing I believe that can make it perfect. Another ingredient to strive for and work at, communication. Because you're communicating to me what you want on the vacation versus me making assumptions? Yeah, making assumptions. I mean, yeah. like, I get all this shit lined up for you. Bend over buried in two weeks, and you're like, "No, dude, we're just gonna chill." Fuck, I will drown you.
0: Yeah, well, see, and then and then and then you'd be upset because oh, yeah. expectations are like, I spent, <laughs> I spent all this stuff down, you know, dude, That's and right. then all of a sudden you're like, "Crap!" All he wanted to do was like dude, I could have had a hot dog and this and been happy, you know, it was like, ah, what the hell, you know, it's so, it's so funny. And I think, um, you know, at, we were talking about this this morning a little bit. And since we were talking about your head and your heart, and just like you, you were just sharing when you're in your heart, when you're in integrity, whole and complete, lacking nothing, hiding nothing in shadows or darkness, standing in the light, you're in integrity and you do have an opportunity to be complete there. And one of the things that we talked about this morning, remember we were talking about when you're in your head, you have an opportunity to be logical and you can force something or an issue. When you're in your heart, you're just being, and it's more of an opportunity to guide. Mm -hmm. And, you know, to me, you know, when, when my heart speaks to me, that's, you know, that's kind of the way that I think of just hearing God, you know, for me. And so that's the closest that I could ever get to guidance from any type of perfection and so following following my heart is really the closest I could ever get to perfection the way that I
1: think of it so I'm gonna wrap this up because our wrap-ups are pretty long (laughs) so I'm gonna wrap this up and I'm gonna ask you we have people watching right now who are uh, doctors like you or dentists like you and they are saying you know what I struggle with this thing perfection I struggle with perfection. Oh, by the way, did you see uh, Arvid's post today on our fire formula? I have not yet. I I have not. He was harsh on himself because he wasn't perfect. He didn't do fire formula perfect. And so they got on him saying, dude, why are you so hard on yourself? blah. we just talked about this thing perfection, blah, 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 right? So that's perfect. We should have read it before we came on here. But here's the point. Here's the point. There's going to be someone like Arvid. And they just, because they were trained, they were so. To be perfect. I want to do it correctly. For being perfect. Right. This shit's killing me, Jeff. This is killing me. One professional to another. How do I not die under the stress and the pressure of being perfect? And when my marriage doesn't look perfect, I withdraw and pull away. My kids aren't being perfect. I hide them in the shadow of darkness because I don't want to look bad. My body's not looking perfect. My practice not looking perfect. My, it's so much energy hiding everything in the shadow of darkness. What do I do, Jeff?
0: I think that's such a a. It's a big question to
1: <laughs> That's why I give it to
0: you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh, that's great. Um, so I love being put on the spot, which is always fun back and forth <laughs> with you. So here's the thing that I think about that. What do I do about being perfect? Well. You know, my perspective uh, of looking at just for me is, is that I'm never going to be. Um, so if I can accept myself for who I am currently and love myself for who I am, that's a great start. That's the first start. And then I start to look at really the four domains that we talked about earlier. So then I start to look at my faith. Then I start to look at my fitness. Then I start to look at my family. And then I start to look at my finance. And so when you talk about pressure and and you're talking about pressure to be perfect. And what I find is, is that when you're way out of whack, just hitting one area or you're so focused on one domain of of your life, let's say it's your practice. And you have just been like, man, I've just been hammering my practice, but I've been neglecting everything else. Like I've been eating fast food on the way home and I've been just, You know, I get home late and I'm not spending time with the kids. Maybe they don't even know who the hell I am anymore. Who's that guy who walked in the house? I don't know. Who is he? Man, he's got a beard now. I haven't seen that guy. Is that bad? Who is that guy? And then, you know, you're not spending time with your spouse. You're not connecting. And then, you know, hell, you might have, you have to have a cocktail at night to unwind a little bit because of all the fucking stress of the office. And then, you know what? Do you think you feel like getting up the next day and working on yourself and your fitness and your body? Heck no. And so you start to see where one area, when it's so lopsided, categorically can cascade into all the other areas. And it doesn't just have to be starting with your practice. It could be in any of those areas. And you start to see that really follow suit all through those areas. So the first thing that I would suggest is, A, love yourself. You are uniquely born In the perfection of God's image that he created you in. So you are enough. I love the saying that your birth is your worth. So that's number one. Number two is start to look at the areas in your life and see do I have one area that I'm just so hyper focused in? Do I have one area that is just like, that I'm just a one dimensional individual? I wouldn't even say one dimensional dentist, so a one dimensional human being operating in that one specific area and if you are and you can answer yes to that question then my second thing would say is start to look at what can i do to shift that to go ahead and start to get equal distribution of that energy into the other areas of your life because when you can do that you start to feel that pressure start to lift and why does that pressure start to lift Well, because you're now actually putting energy into something and something more than just trying to put out fires. Because my experience is, is when you are just focused on one domain, you have others that are so far burning down and we as human beings, we love to either create or we burn and destroy so we can create again. We're born to be creators. (laughs) And so I know that if I'm not creating, I'm going to be burning so I can go ahead and recreate. But my second scenario is this. And it follows really true with loving yourself first, because when you love yourself, now you have an opportunity to start to invest in yourself. And so I guess what I do every single morning, we call it the fire four, I invest in myself every single morning. I put that. I I put that hour of energy into me. So now when I show up in the rest of my relationships in the day, so whether that be the first thing with my family, with my wife and with my kids, and then when I get to my office with my team members, and then when I start to interact with my patients, guess what? They're getting the best version of me that day. Because guess what? I filled up my cup first. And I've taken care of all four areas in my life, and I now have a, a system that allows me to create harmony across those areas, and it allows me to create power to put into my day. Power is an interesting word, and you can think of that as either positive or negative, however you view it. But let's just talk about it as either energy or capacity, So you have that ability to build upon that and put into your day. And so that would be number two, Sebastian, is first, love yourself. Second, create harmony in those four domains, and those four areas that we're talking about. Because when you do that, you have the ability now to pour into others. There's no way, and you've heard this so many times, I know you have, with all the coaching and, and everything and the leading that you've done over your lifetime. There's no way that you can absolutely fulfill somebody else, even another single human being, if you don't first love yourself. And second, if you don't fill up your cup, guess what's going to be happening? You're actually going to be stealing from them. And, and truly, I feel like it would be irresponsible at this point, since I've been doing it so long, I feel like it would be irresponsible of me to show up and not be the best version of me to give in the day. And, and that's up,
1: truly how I feel. I'm going to wrap you triggered me, and I'm going to wrap up what you said in a very coaching and training way because I work with Great. friends, I work with things, and you already know this. And you just sing it organically, you're just saying it because it is. So I'm going to show you something here that you said that we live by, but man, you just opened a big can of worms. So let me see if I text that's, it.
0: So you said love yourself first.
1: You said level argue yourself first, and that's what we believe in. Here's what most people don't – here's what most people do to get perfection. I, I, it's, it's all coming to me now. They start doing so they can have. Then they may become perfect. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Per- perfection never arrives because someone's always doing more. Someone's always having more, and then you never become perfect. We call that works salvation. That's about salvation. That you have to do so you can have, and maybe one day you become important, significant, perfect. You have to work more. So if I work more, I'll have salvation. I'll have utopia. I'll have nirvana. I'll reach to the pinnacle. And the truth is, no one can get there. And what I heard you say Is the opposite and this is what we believe in so strongly it's you love yourself and you already are be you 100% uniquely wonderfully created and perfect then do with what you uh, do because you're already perfect do what perfect people do and have what perfect people have or be you 100% perfectly you have the relationships the material everything that perfect people have and then do something with it. And it all starts off with being you 100% first, perfectly you. And this what we call grace salvation. And grace means you didn't do anything to be on this earth. i didn't do anything to be on this earth. We were dropped in the storyline that was already happening before we were born and will happen after we die. And the storyline we were dropped into it, we're given as a grace and a gift to this storyline, to this world, perfectly, uniquely created as we are. And so, when you were saying all that, Jeff, my mind blew up. I said, like, "That's what we say." You just said it in such a practical way, a real way that we live it out. But let me just summarize this again for our friends because this is what I do in coaching. I love it, and it makes me happy. <laughs> so we, most people, work out this framework called doing. Then you have, and then maybe one day you'll become. So, you know, you can't, I remember coming to America where we were, go get a good education. Do, 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 do. Then you'll have a job and career. Then you can have security, right? Then I look to my left and my new BMW has got bought out from a guy who bought a new, this year's new model. And I feel like shit because mine's a year old, <laughs> right. right? Or <laughs> do, 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 So you can have a great career. We've got a great career. And guess what my mom said? But your cousin got married. Ah, oh, shit. Got to do again, compete with my cousin. Right? right? Oh, yeah, I got married, but guess what? My other cousin just had a baby. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> right? Now I, I got go to that. I never, I never become, I never become enough. Right? And so then I finally right. I just die. But what if I'm already perfect, just as I am? I'm a perfect dad. Do what perfect dad uh, do and have what perfect dads have. What if I'm already a perfect husband? Do what perfect husbands do and have uh, what perfect husbands have. Or be a perfect husband, have the relationship, the trust perfect um, husbands have and do with it. Because here's why I believe you can be perfect. Now I'm clear, ready? You can be perfect because as a father right now, the difference is my parenting is not perfect. My relationship my kids aren't perfect in a sense of whatever people measure is perfect. I might not get an award. No, I might not get a, uh, what's that thing that people get for the best person in the world? Nobel Peace Prize. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing, now I know I can be perfect, because the thoughts that come in my mind are perfect for me in this moment. At this time, absolutely. They're my thoughts. They're my experience. And they're enough for me in this moment. And as a perfect father, if they're not enough, and I'm not getting the results I want, what do perfect fathers do? They equip themselves. They go get tools. Right. They go to workshops. So they have what? The trust and love in the relationships. So what, is, what if there is a perfection, but it's not measured the way we measure it. Damn. Don't answer that. Or we'll sit in or it. Or what if <laughs> Go or, ahead.
0: or what if it's just being perfectly imperfect? And just sit in
1: that. <laughs> I believe everything that comes out of your mouth at that time is the best you said and can do based on the life experience resources you have. And that is perfect. I mean, listen, I, I believe this concept so truly that, and I experienced it in my own life. When you make a dumb fucking mistake, the worst mistake you can make, me getting incarcerated out of violence. That was yeah. the best decision I could make that time. That was perfect for me at that time. That Cause I reached deep inside my soul in all of my experience and all my options. And I pulled out, let's get in a stupid ass fight and beat the shell of this guy and go to jail. That was my best. My best. And that was perfect in that moment. Even though it led me in prison, guess what it did? It led me here where I am today. I could not right. have the thoughts I have today back then because I didn't have the experience, training, education. And you we didn't have the capacity
0: not- to, do, to do that. You didn't have the capacity to utilize that.
1: And I had the capacity that to utilize what I had at that moment. And that that's was that time, that moment. It didn't give me a trophy. didn't give me a reward. got me in prison. It didn't make me popular. But that was perfect. Because it was the best decision I could make in that moment. And so, and I'm saying that in a sense of, now you said the word earlier, comparison. Right. And you said it yourself. you You didn't put in what that person put in. You can't compare them because they have knowledge, experience, and everything that they're drawing from to make that decision that you don't have. And so how can we compare? And what if we're just content being perfect Right now we're at, and as a perfect person right now, and if I want that and I don't have it, what do you perfect people do? Get more tools and resources. Get more education. And you motherfuckers love going to more CEs. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, and,
0: and, and Sebastian, just like in, in some of the closing thoughts, you talk about happiness. And think about this. It's like when I, I can be happy someday, That that is such a dangerous place for so many dentists, especially like when I get to this level in my career, then I can be happy. I can take this extra day off and be happy. And you know what? Why not choose to be happy now? (laughs) Why not choose to be happy along the way on your journey? I mean, the journey is really the fun part. Like if you just took the helicopter ride to the top, you'd miss out on all the fun and you'd miss out on the experience. And you and I were having a conversation the other day and we were wordsmithing on a few things and I was telling you some things that I, I heard that I, I was learning and I thought, you know, and it was basically information was just all the things that are broadcast to you. And we talked about that this, this, uh, this weekend too. What, two, two million bits of information per, per second blasted at you, right? And so then that's information But then when you take that information, you categorize that and you put it in, you pack it into something that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Now it becomes something that you can take and draw knowledge from. But then when you take and put that into work and you start to operate with that knowledge in your life, now you create experience with that. And that's where you create wisdom. Mm -hmm. And that's where I think the individual who said, you just don't have to have any expectations <laughs> around that. I think there was some great wisdom in that. And I still think with, it's it's half
1: assed and not full. Yeah. And I'm so <laughs> mad at you.
0: And that's your filter. And that's the <laughs> great thing. Exactly. But I think I think that's one of the best things about it is I think I think two things, Sebastian. I think one of the greatest I think two of the greatest gifts that you can give another person on this world is being present and listening. Yes. And then the second greatest gift is to let them have their own experience. Mm. And and when you do that, you realize that we all have our own filters in which we hear and experience life through. Yeah. And and how perfectly imperfect is that?
1: <laughs> so so well, I I'm pretty it. sure I'm pretty could. sure Jeff, I'm pretty sure we didn't help anybody tonight, and we just fucked up more people. Uh, I'm pretty sure, pretty sure that's just my judgment. <laughs> but how <they laughs> you and I get to talk though?
0: <laughs> I'll be on the other side, and I'll say, you know what? I'm sure that we helped a lot of people get some shit straight, <laughs> and that they don't feel alone. That they're just like, shit, I'm striving for perfection all the time. What the hell's wrong with me? I think that we just kind of opened up the door to create conversation. And, and again, you know, one of the biggest things that we're looking at doing here with dental syndicate anyway, is really categorically saying you are not alone. And so if you have any of those feelings, whether you feel perfect or whether you feel perfectly imperfect or whether you feel like that's the right thing and that it's possible or it's not possible, the great thing is, is that there's so many people here with support either way. And that's what's cool about it, is, is that there is no right and there is no wrong. But having a community that surrounds you and supports you is the most amazing thing. So, and you know what, Jeff? We're not, we're not
1: bullshit just saying that. You and I are exhausted. I mean, I, I am. Yeah. I'm extremely. I was about to say, just fuck it, man. Let's just not do it. But we made a commitment. And yeah. we forgot to book somebody for tonight's interview. We said, okay, we're just going to do it. And we made a commitment. And that's what we mean you're not alone. It's not that um, – this is natural, easy. A lot of times it's fun, but sometimes like today, it's like, shit, it would have been so much easier not to do it and get some rest. Right. And we were committed, like Jeff said, we're committed for a community and that let you know you're not alone. Okay. Um, so with that said, here's one way to let you know you're not alone. One of uh, the persons that attended our training couldn't complete the whole training because they had some issues come up. So the training is built on top of each other. And so I said, hey, why don't you go to our Fire formula challenge um, and enroll there. Get a taste of our community. Get some foundations in. Get some tools to make you passionate, productive, and give you um, clarity for the day. And just try it out for 30 days. And if you do that for 30 days, you won't miss out because you miss out on the train. You'll have that community, same place right there. That community will be there. We're just doing different levels of different leadership. And so that's why i invite everyone here to Jeff. And uh, we give this away when people hear us like this on a podcast. So we, they go to, um, is it podcast FFC? Yes. Okay. I forgot. We have like four links from my mind. Mm-hmm. I know for sure. It's FFC now fireformachallengenow.com. But there you pay the regular whole price at podcast FFC Fireforma challenge. Um, you go there and you get the um, Fireformer Challenge for the first month for free, okay? That's $97 value for free. And we want you to go there and test out the community. Find other crazy people like us, Jeff and I. Have a big-ass dialogue about this word perfection, end up with nothing at the end. <laughs> 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 and just, But at least you know you're not alone, like Jeff said. There's other crazy <laughs> people out there. But seriously, go out to uh, Podcast FFC, Fireformer Challenge podcastffc.com we're if you check out there's only one option it's gonna be free for 30 days so use that one and join our community figure out you know how to produce power for yourself every that we're talking about your faith fitness family and finance and uh how to start a community you're not alone i mean this is the best easy entry way into a community when you say jeff
0: Absolutely. And Sebastian, we could put that we can put that in the uh, in, in the comments too. We, yeah, can, we can put that for sure. people and, and that'll make it easy. But yeah, thanks guys. Uh, thanks if you are watching and tuning in. It, it's pretty cool. We started with the sun up and, yeah, and now down, right? It's starting to go down. You can see I start to look like I'm in a hostage video.
1: But <laughs> so what's cool too. So. It definitely must really love you guys. I'm sure you've been bit like ten times by mosquitoes by now.
0: I have it. I'm just. I see you rubbing here. your leg.
1: Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, you know Jeff, what? way to love the audience, way to love the people, and we'll see. Uh, maybe we'll do some spontaneous videos while you're here, and that'll be fun. Absolutely, we'll together, absolutely. Right? All right,
0: All right love you, way, brother. I'll, I'll talk to you soon. Hold on,
1: we gotta. Do oh, more. sorry, I got excited. Sorry. Three, Ready? three, two, two one. Give away. <laughs> love you, brother.
0: Love you guys. Thanks. Bye Bye, (laughs) y'all.